Hello, and welcome back to Dress Me Up, a podcast all about everyday tips for fashion for the everyday woman. And I am Krista. And I'm Nicole. And this is our sixth episode, and we are really happy to be here with you all. Yes. Happy New Year, Krista. Happy New Year to you. (laughs) We have ended up back in Nicole's closet. That's why we sound so amazing. Yes. Because we're in the the closet. We're in the closet. We tried going out and it didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) The sound is amazing in here, so we just came back. It's it's a good place to be. Yeah. So it's been a little while. We had a Christmas break and um, we had to do all the fun things with our kids. So yeah, lots of family time, lots of family time, lots of presents. Mm-hmm. But we're ready to get back into full swing. Yes, we're excited. Yeah. All right, so let's get to it. Um, we're our, we have our five minute fashion tip first, and today I'm going to be talking about something that affects all women, and that is how to find a good fitting bra. So basically, I was looking into this a little bit, and it turns out only 20% of women are wearing a bra that actually fits well. So Mm. that's an awful lot of us that are not (laughs) wearing the right bra. Uh, So I just wanted to give you some tips that I have found uh, from my own research. I uh, years ago was trying was looking into this, and I went you know to a couple of like different nice stores to get fitted and stuff, and I never felt comfortable. So, anyways. Um, Here's what I learned. So first of all, um, to measure yourself, you want to measure right underneath your bra. So like right at the top of the rib cage Um, and make sure it fits tightly. So not super tight, but tight enough fitted. And then right across the the widest part of your bra. And when you're measuring your your breasts, make sure that you're not wearing like an enhancing bra, just sort of like something that, that gives you support, but fits well, but isn't like going to exaggerate what we're doing there. And then those two numbers, the number um, across the middle versus the number, you subtract the number underneath uh, underneath your bra, you subtract the bottom number from the top, and that is your cup size. So the smaller number is your band size. So let's say around your rib cage it was 34, and then around your the middle of your bra it was 37. Then you the difference between those two numbers is a 3, so you would be a C. So a one one number difference is A, two is B, three is C, four is D. Oh, um, so that's I never knew that. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you're trying on bras, what you want to do is make sure. So there's that little middle piece. I'm kind of sticking my my fingers in there. When you have your four fingers perpendicular to your chest, right in the middle at the bottom of the bra in the front, that part should be laying relatively flat in the front. The band in the back where you clasp the bra should also be laying, um, should be parallel to the floor. So it shouldn't be riding up. It should be relatively straight across your back. And when you're trying it on, you should make sure that it fits on the the widest clasp. So not the tightest fit, but the widest fit. Because as you wear it, you're going to want to be able to tighten it. But if you're already wearing it on the tightest Mm, fit... Yeah, then you have nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. And then most of that support should be coming from the back clasp. It shouldn't be coming from the shoulders. So I think a lot of times women make the shoulder straps really, really tight, and it's digging into your shoulders. But what it should do is it should be something where you could fit a finger in there, fit your finger in comfortably between your shoulder and your, your bra strap. So it's almost like you're wearing a strapless bra, but it's like the straps are there just... 
for a little extra support? Right. Yeah. Just for a little extra oomph, but it's not, they're not doing the majority of the work. So, yeah, so I think that's basically it. And then the other thing I would say is I find, you know, depending on your fashion needs, I find it's always helpful to have a nude bra, a black or a gray bra, and either a racerback or a strapless, depending on on what you're wearing. I tend to, if you know, honestly, if I don't have a, a racerback, because sometimes I don't like the fit of the racerback, I have this little clasp thing that I will put up on Instagram that you can use to adjust a normal bra and make it into a racer oh, bag. That's, that's yeah, really and idea. you can mm-hmm. buy it on Amazon. It's really cheap. It comes in a pack of three, and it's a lot easier and than I, a racer I bag. actually have a couple bras that have um, their regular bras, but then they have a little clip built in that mm-hmm. you can adjust it to, to be a racer bag also. Yeah. So that's um, nice. I tend to be more practical and have all nude bras because mm. <laughs> I don't want to mess around but um that's those are great tips thank you you're welcome okay so uh today we our topic today is um what to wear when no one's looking and basically what to wear when you're at home and um so we're excited about this it's kind of a different topic um and you may think, oh, well, I don't need to worry about that. Worry about what I wear when no one's looking. But it actually is really important. So, um, yeah, let's dive right in. Yeah, it's funny because um, when I was thinking about this, I, I was looking a little bit online this morning. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I came across was this study that they did recently where they call it clothed, I'm sorry, enclosed cognition. So basically what we wear affects how we feel, how we behave, like basically the way we carry ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was so interesting when you apply it to what you do at home because if we're just walking around in our pajamas all day or like in your sweats, you know, you carry yourself very differently than if you're wearing something that you feel good in and that you feel a little more confident in. And I think it shows a little more respect for what we're doing in the home too. Yeah, it does. And um, I think we all think about pajamas and sweats and those types of things as comfort, um, cozy clothes. And I really think that when you're wearing those, it, it sets your mind in that mindset. Yeah. Um, and when we get ready in the morning, even if we're just going to be at home getting ready, I mean, um, take time to wash our face, put on makeup, even just get dressed in, you know, clothes that are jeans and a t-shirt or whatever, but take time, um, our mindset is different. We're ready for action Mm -hmm. and we're ready to, um, even if we're just being at home all day, doing our chores or doing stuff with the children, um, it helps us to be in that mindset of like, okay, I'm ready for the day for action, for doing my job and also feeling good. Like I'm putting on clothes that make me feel good. And if someone comes to the door unexpectedly, you're not right. going to be like, oh, hi. Yeah. Especially <laughs> Wish that. Wish you wouldn't have stopped by. Right. Don't come in. Yeah. Um, and so for me personally, um, I, unless I'm, unless I'm going to do a deep cleaning day or something, um, and then I wear maybe clothes that I don't care about or don't want to get ruined, but in general, even if I have lots of chores to do, I get dressed. Mm-hmm. I put together an outfit and I get dressed. And I kind of do like the old-fashioned 1950s thing where I, even if I'm wearing like tall boots or something, I keep them on if to do my chores and I wear an apron. Because mm. I feel like if I have an apron on, then I can do anything. Yeah. And I don't feel worried that I'm going to get 
my stuff dirty. That is so funny. I, I do the exact same thing. Oh, you? Okay, yeah. that's awesome. I'm a big fan of the apron, yeah, because yeah. it keeps your clothes nice, and yeah. it's also, it's kind of part of your uniform, yeah. you know? And, and it means, like, now I'm going to be doing my work. Yes, I feel like when I put it on, okay, I'm, I'm ready to do the work, and I'm not going to worry about what I get on my shirt or whatever, mm-hmm. and um, so um, what do you think about wearing leggings all day or like workout gear well one of the things that i do is um gap and um, sorry gap and old navy both have great lounge pants like i think one of the benefits of these this athleisure movement is that there are, are a lot more options besides just workout clothes that you can wear when you're doing your home stuff so they have these pants that are basically they're like wide leg pants Mm -hmm. but they're you know drawstring waistband and they're very comfortable Mm -hmm. but they just look a little bit more dressy than wearing workout clothes while I clean the house because I've done that before too but I always feel a little bit like then if I'm going out I feel a little self-conscious because I I am I'm actually very firm on not wearing workout clothes, except if I'm working out. I don't like that look when you go out of the house and you're wearing workout clothes. And then there's always the awkward, like, oh, did you work out today? What did you do? And you're like, like, oh, no. I clean toilets. (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't actually work out. Yeah. Yeah. I feel kind of like a loser then. (laughs) No, I ate chips today. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. What do you think about that? I'm I'm not a fan of it, but what are your thoughts? Yeah, I you know this. What did you call it? The athleisure. Athleisure, yeah. Movement. Mm-hmm. Athletic leisure. Athletic leisure. athleisure. Okay, well, both of those things. Uh, well, there there's with the leisure term again. I I just think there's so much negativity <laughs> attached to the leisure movement because when you wear those, I think it it, it makes your mindset just so. Um, like not motivated and um it's hard to feel good about yourself when you're always wearing these leggings that first of all hug every part of your body Mm -hmm. and i feel like women when they look in the mirror every five seconds because you're in your house and you have a mirror you see every imperfection that you might have when you're wearing those types of clothing and i think for, for our own, like, positive mindset, it's so damaging to wear clothes like that all the time. Because not only do you, um, you know, it's kind of, like, a little bit lazy, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But it creates this mindset that you always have to be um, working on your body. Like, oh, look at that. Look at that negative thing. Yeah. That. Or look at those. My hips. I've, I've put on, like, like a pound. I can tell by looking at... Because you just see everything with those... Yeah. With those um, Um, I think that's right. I I think like even if you looked really amazing in your leggings, I think it would lean, it would incline you to be too focused on, yeah, on your body and how you look. To vanity either way. Like if, oh, I need to lose more weight or, oh, wow, I look really great. Right. Um, My ass looks amazing in these pants. (laughs) And you know what? If your ass looks amazing, I don't think you should be wearing them either because it's not, it, it doesn't send a good message to our young women either right. like um and yeah exactly i think that i mean you're everyone else is doing exactly what you're doing right then everyone else is noticing a body part instead of noticing you as a person and what we always want is for us to look beautiful not to just have this one body part that looks fantastic and everything else is kind of crappy yeah yeah and i also just think that the whole athleisure movement and the market for leggings 
is just so unfeminine, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I think there's so much beauty in beautiful, there's so much beauty in clothing and, um, it just takes away from, you know, the, the femininity of clothes and, and that there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with like finding beauty in clothes. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, there's nothing superficial about it unless you take it too far. Right. Right. Yeah. Beauty is a wonderful thing to aspire to. Mm-hmm. And um, it's funny, I was watching this uh, documentary a few weeks ago about this older married couple. And it was this film that had been put together by their their now grown children. Um, and in fact, the couple has passed away. They were like in their but this video was taken when they were in their 60s or 70s or something. And it was just showing their home life. But the mother always had her hair done. She always had, you know, a little bit of makeup. She always was dressed in like kind of, you know, not fancy or anything, but just she always looked put together. And you could see that they really loved and admired their mother. And she always just looked beautiful. And she was just, just in her everyday appearance was always representing beauty to her family. And I think that that's a wonderful gift that we can give to to our family. And, and I think, too... It's funny, sometimes I was thinking the other day when we started preparing for this, I was thinking about how much time and effort I take when I'm doing something dumb, like just going to pick up the kids from school. Like I'll make sure I have makeup on. I like what I'm wearing. You know, my hair looks good and everything. And then when my husband comes home from work, like, do I take any time? And so when I started thinking about that, I started just putting on, like making sure like my hair wasn't still pulled back in a ponytail and I would put on lipstick. That was it. And he would come home and he would say, wow, your mom looks so nice tonight. (laughs) And it was just lipstick. So um, I think that's a good reminder, too, you know, that the people we love the most, the thing that's supposed to be the most important to us are Mm -hmm. are our families. That's right. And how how much time and attention are we taking to look good for them? Mm -hmm. So this is a gift we can give to them, too. And I think it's... That's a good point, and it's important to remember that our children are always looking to us as examples of what they should do. And I, I've really tried to promote this take 10 minutes for yourself thing for a while because I think it helps our children to learn, too. Like, it's a good routine to be in. You get up in the morning, you, you, you wash your face, you get dressed, you brush your teeth, you, you, put, you, know, you get yourself together, you put on a little makeup, and you get dressed for the day. Mm-hmm. And um, we don't just, like, lay around in our pajamas and not take care of ourselves. Right. Um, so, and absolutely, I think that if we're going to try and put ourselves together for anyone, it should definitely be for our husbands. Right. Um, yeah. So... Or if you don't have have a husband, the people that you live with. Yeah. Try not to look. Yeah. <laughs> try not to look like you're giving up. But actually, mostly for yourself too, because yeah. it's it's just it does such a number on right. your your mental well being if yeah. you're just never yeah. taking time to um, help yourself to feel better. I mean, I literally like if if I don't wash my face and put on a little makeup, if I continue to do little things around the house and I'm still in my pajamas. I feel myself feeling more and more like tired and unmotivated yeah. and like bleh. Yeah, I always start out those days where I just decide, you know what, screw it. I'm going to just stay in my pajamas all day and I'm going to clean. Yeah. And I feel really rebellious and awesome when I first come up with that plan. But a couple of hours in, I feel like, I guess I should just eat donuts and yeah. lie around. Where is I've just cream? given up. <laughs> That's it. It's I'm so a loser. True. So true. Well, this has been really great. I don't know. Do you have anything? What do you have any like shops that you would recommend for like? Where's um, your favorite apron? Yeah. Well, I love 
the aprons at what's that cookware shop that's oh william the, sonoma well yeah that place but oh. the one in old town that's like has oh sur la table sur la table oh interesting wow look at amazing, you yes you're I know. so fancy but i only get them when they're on clearance obviously <laughs> but also i mean anthropology has amazing oh. aprons if you want some really feminine ones okay um, I, I mine is from william sonoma i love it it's really great uh, very practical, very sturdy. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have a Filipina house dress that oh. my mom gave me years ago that I love, but that my husband awesome. hates so much. It's yeah. really, um, it's house very bright. dress. But it makes me feel really Most cheerful. husbands do not like that term, house dress. It's great in the summer, though, because it covers t-shirts and shorts. But I think, Boom. I think if you're, if, if it's just titled a house dress, then mm-hmm. maybe you shouldn't be wearing it ever. <laughs> Because that implies that no one should ever see it. It's, oh, yeah, man. Except it's hard. people in the house. It's hard because it's so comfy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's very bright and cheerful. Bright colors. Good for your heart. But no, you're probably but right. I think... It's kind of my secret pajama slash house dress slash. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I want to say one thing. If, if you're inclined yeah. to wear leggings a lot, um, I don't want to make you feel bad. I don't want to make you feel like that's like something bad that you're doing. But maybe figure out another pair of pants that are mm-hmm. comfortable to you that um, that aren't leggings that you could still wear and feel comfortable. Right. But feel like you're wearing an outfit or, um, you know, something like that. Yeah. And again, that's why I love the the um, the legging. They're not leggings. But they're more kind of like wide leg cotton trousers from um, Gap. And it's in their... It's in their loungewear uh, section, mm-hmm. um, but they're pretty inexpensive. They're very comfortable, machine washable, but they just look a little bit more together. They look more like kind of wide leg pants, mm-hmm. um, but they're perfect for just getting your stuff done in the home. Yeah. So if someone comes to the door, you're not going to be embarrassed and it doesn't look like you've been working out either. Yeah. yeah. So it's great. That's awesome. That's a good point. Okay. All right. Well, I think that's it. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. That wraps it up for this week. Remember to like us on iTunes or wherever you listen, and check out our Instagram account, Dress Me Up Podcast. That's where you can message us about anything else you want to hear us discuss or just say hi. Thanks for listening.